Welcome to episode 15 of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and I am excited for you to listen to today's episode. I had such a wonderful time having this conversation with Jacqueline, with Jackie Camacho. It was inspiring. Um, She is such a gem, such a beautiful person, such a beautiful heart. And I pray that you get inspired, encouraged that, you know, your your dreams um, just seem way more attainable after you listen to this powerful, inspiring story from this beautiful Latina woman who is definitely leaving her mark on this earth. And she is definitely um, making such a difference in the lives of so many Latinas, their families, everyone that is around them. You know, when you change a woman's life, when you impact a woman's life, you have the opportunity to impact through them, their household, their family, their communities, and in turn, the world. So enjoy this conversation with Ms. Jacqueline Camacho Ruiz. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet so you don't miss any episodes. Also, leave a review. I love to read those. I am encouraged. I want to hear if there's anything that you want to hear more about, any topics, um, anything that can be better, you know, how we can better this podcast because you know, bettering and becoming a better version of you. In other words, a better version of this podcast every single time is a huge goal of mine. I am here to serve you guys. I am here to produce content that I pray impacts and inspires you to be the best version of you. Um, you know, I make I I made this podcast with the vision of helping, you know, people like myself, women that maybe were a little older, you know, than teens and 20s, but we want more. We, in our gut, we know that we were made for more. We know that we haven't arrived yet. We know that there's still so much that we can give to this world. We still, you know, we know that there's so much inside of us that's just waiting to burst out of us. And that is my hope. You know, for those of you that are listening, that you are encouraged, that you believe in you, in your gifts, in your talents, in your skills, in that power that's inside of you, that you trust the process, that you trust yourself enough to, you know, put one foot in front of the other, that you trust that all you have to do is take action. Take action today and believe that what you're going to do is going to make such a difference. It's going to be such, you know, it's going to make an impact in this world and believe that it's going to be successful because what you think about, you bring about what you focus on, you attract more of. So thank you again for pressing play and enjoy this beautiful conversation, this inspiring conversation with Jackie. And um, don't forget to search her up. You can search her up under, um, I think it's, if you just Google Jacqueline Camacho Ruiz. I'll go ahead and put the links in the details of this episode because she is someone you definitely want to read more about. Get the books. You know, she has 16 books out in the world. That is incredible. So again, enjoy, review, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. wanted to welcome you, Jacqueline Camacho Ruiz, and share a little bit about you before I have you share 
a little bit about yourself, but welcome officially to a recording, episode 15 of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so just a little bit about you uh, before we get started. So Jacqueline Camacho Ruiz is an award-winning serial entrepreneur, international speaker, philanthropist, and author of 16 books. She is the founder of the Fig Factor Foundation focused on unleashing the amazing in young Latinas and the creator of the Today's Inspired Latina book series and international movement. Jackie is a regular guest on local and national television, radio, and print publications. She hosts a national TV show segment on Estrella TV and an international radio show on Spanish public radio. She has been featured in Forbes, Inc. Magazine, Despierta America, CBS World News, CBS in the Morning, Azteca America, Univision, Telemundo, ESPN Radio, WGN 9, ABC 7, NBC 5, WGN Radio, CBS 2, CNN, Cranes, Chicago Business, Smart Business Magazine, The Startup Magazine, iHeartRadio, among many others. That is a mouthful. Jackie speaks the hundreds of audiences internationally are described as having a fire about marketing, PR, and life that leaps off the stage. She is the author of The Little Book of Business Secrets That Work and The Fig Factor, The Fig Factor uh, Journal, 200 Consejos Poderosos para Alcanzar el Éxito en los Negocios, contributing author of Overcoming Mediocrity, a super, superhero character in the motivational comic book, The Crusaders, the creator of Today's Inspired Latina, a book series of four books. I think now it's five, isn't it? Or is it uh, Six, actually. Six. six. Okay, six. <laughs> that highlights Latina leaders around the United States and co-author with her husband of Living the Amazing, Seven Simple Truths to Make Your Heart Beep. Um, and is also a two-time cancer survivor. Jackie possesses wisdom about life well beyond her years. She is one of the few Latina small airplane pilots in the U.S. Incredible. Incredible. I was <laughs> I was reading this and I was like, holy crap, like I'm going to talk to her. So, <laughs> so I just want, again, I just want to say thank you for being on, for being willing to share your story. And I just can't wait to know you. I can't wait to learn you know what makes your heart beat what makes you smile what makes you have the energy the courage the determination to do everything you're doing Jackie honestly <laughs> thank you I'm, I'm honored to be here and I am um, I'm just um, super excited again to have an opportunity to connect with one more individual that has impacted other people because that's who you are mm -hmm. and to have this platform that you've created to share that to me is like that's gold that's that's what I'm here for so thank mm -hmm. you thank you thank you so so we've heard all the athletes and all that good stuff but who is Jackie tell me a little bit of something that I haven't read yet <laughs> um tell me a little bit about yourself I heard you know I read on here that you're married so maybe a little bit about that and just what inspires you to continue going even when things get hard <laughs> I you know it's a it's another incredible journey I I am happily married with uh, two beautiful children 10 and 13 
and um, a boy and a girl. Little Juliana is 10, and Leo is 13 years old. And um, I, at the core, you know, because a lot of people, as you can probably imagine, a lot of people come up to me and say, okay, who are you? <laughs> like, where did you come from? And right. uh, what, like, you know, the same question, right? And I, at the core of everything I do, with this enterprise of inspiration that I've unbeknownst to me built over the years with love and dedication is someone that dreams in all the possibilities to make magic happen. And somebody that believes in serving others as a way of living, somebody that um, is innovative, creative, uh, childlike in many ways, and that dreams and believes in, in something bigger than all of the pieces combined. And um, I, so that's at the core who I am. And I just happen to do it through my books, through my flying, through my speaking engagements around the world now, um, through my very first uh, business that I created in 2006. Uh, which was a marketing agency aimed to serve a small mid-market companies. And my second uh, successful company that I've built, which is a, an international publishing house. But all the stuff that I do at the core, when I go to bed, I think of one thing. And that thing is, did I transcend today? Mm. Did I elevate someone today through my actions and my behaviors and my energy? And if the answer is yes, then I know that I've completed my mission for that day. And I can go to bed every day thinking and knowing and feeling in my heart that I did that. So um, it's, it's really, really crazy, you know, and that's how I feel. And everything else just falls in place like magic. <laughs> like magic I love that and you know what I think the reason it falls in place is because of what you're doing and what the purpose behind what you're doing you know of being a servant you know servanthood is such it's so underrated I feel like people are just trying to get see figure out what can I get and not what can I give so you know for those people for you know an example for yourself who are out there putting out that kind of energy and saying, how can I serve? I mean, the universe is going to do whatever it can to bring that energy back to you. And we can see that. And, you know, everything I just read in what you're saying. So gosh, it's, it's wonderful what you've done so far and you're still really young. <laughs> so I can only imagine, you know, in years to come, what you're going to do. So tell me a little bit about um, how this all got started. So have you always been someone that was driven, was motivated, um, that wanted to encourage and serve, or did that branch from somewhere? I think that um, since I was a little girl, I think it's kind of interesting because I've always, again, I'm beknownst to my mom, I've always been exposed to amazing books that she had as a little girl, right? And um, I remember I started reading when I was four. Wow. Wow. And, and I, I didn't remember what age I was, but my cousins tell me, oh, my God, we just remember this brilliant little girl reading at four. And I'm like, really? You know, because a lot of the kids my age were not reading yet, but I was so, in, you know, in, inquisitive and curious, and I wanted to learn everything. 
Um, but I started reading all these books and they started to transform the way that I thought. Now, most of these books, I didn't really understand what they, to be honest with you, because they were talking about masterminding and they were talking about helping others in order for, you know, for you to achieve your dreams, you have to have help enough people achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, who, you know, how do you, how do you do that? You know, isn't it about you and yourself and isn't it about, um, you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> then I'm thinking, I'm like, no, it's actually, so in other words, I basically have been like, I become a personal sort of like experiment of mm. personal development okay. over the years, you know, and, um, and I started kind of feeling, feeling that connection with something that was bigger than me. And, and here's the thing, too, is that a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that things that might seem indirect, like, oh, helping other people, how is that going to help me now when I want immediate gratification? Mm-hmm. Most people are not willing to put in the time over a certain period of time or a progressive realization of something because they want immediate gratification. I think that is the worst enemy to achieving a long-term success. So when I'm 36 years old and I've somehow, I mean, I don't even know how, but I've been able to publish 16 books of my own, over 50 books for other people through my publishing house. I've been to three continents, spoken at over 10 countries um, as a keynote speaker. I've done all these things and all the media interviews that you mentioned and all this stuff. I think, why did I do this? Like, how did this happen? It it happened because I have been preparing myself pragmatically over the years and I've never given up. And even when I didn't have the results, even when I wasn't making the money, I would still do the right thing per the books from Napoleon Hill, Sig Ziglar, Agmandino. So now I'm 36 years old and to the rest of the world, it seems like holy macro like how did you so young have survived cancer twice have you know become one of the few latina sports airplane pilots in the u.s have published six like to a lot of people it seems like wow it's crazy but to the focused progressive realization of those goals and when you have dedicated yourself to do the right thing over and over and over again the compound effect of those daily activities result in something exponential. And that's why I'm saying I'm the biggest experiment, you know, that I know (laughs) of personal development and how it works. And if you put the sweat equity, if you sharpen your saw, if you help other people get enough things that they want, you know, a lot of people call me the dream catcher because, yes, I've achieved all these things, but guess what? My biggest accomplishments are in the realization of other people's dreams. And I can name thousands of people that I've helped and I become a catalyst to manifest one of their dreams. And that to me is my biggest wealth, Mm. to have elevated so many over my path and never forgotten that as long as I continue to help other people and add value, my dreams will continue to flawlessly and effortlessly manifest. And I don't do it for that reason. It just happens to be, you know, the way that is shown up and the way that is manifested. It's the cherry on the top of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I'm hearing, you know, 
what you're saying in regards to reading these books. And up until maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, I, as a Latina first generation here in the U.S., I never was encouraged to read, you know, certain books. On the contrary, when I was younger, I didn't really like to read. I would always hear leaders or readers, and I would just kind of ignore that and say, you know what, it's, it's, lie. it's a lie. You know, I can become a leader no matter what. Of course, as you mature, as you gain experience, you understand that there's so much knowledge to be gained from reading other people's stories and their experiences and, and gain that wisdom without having to go through similar experiences and hopefully cut your time to achieve something in half. But what I'm hearing you say is that from a very young age, you're reading all these books, all these personal development books, maybe not even understanding or knowing what you were doing, but I would love for people to hear what you're saying, that you are, you know, the, the an experiment, you know, in personal development, because I think we should all, you know, I wish we could all say that, that we are this like grand experiment where we're trying to figure things out. But at the same time, we are open to not only receiving, but taking that action that you've taken, you know, through the years. So I'm curious um, with your children, you said they're 13 and 10, I believe. Do you encourage them to read these kind of books? Um, do they? I know it's, you know, in different generations, different times, but how is it at home? Is that something that you're seeing kind of passed on? How are, are they receptive? You know what? My, um, my son actually reads about 20 books a year. Okay. Wow. Since wow. he was very young. Um, so that is very, very exciting, you know, to see him. He's read the book about my life four times mm. by his own, like literally by his own, you know, initiative. Um, and that to me just brings like so much joy. My daughter, on the other hand, is not very reading, you know, like, she doesn't read as much as I would love her to read. Okay. Um, and uh, I, you know, it's just like trying to, you know, kind of instill more in her. But she has, um, she has read some of my books. They've all been kind of part of this, you know, this magic. So we have meetings where we talk about different things. Like my son says, mom, I'm the most business savvy of all my class. Like, you know, and, and he, for example, gave me a contract um, for this year. Um, with, uh, you know, he made up a name. His name is Leo. He made up a name, Leo Lion Financial Corporation. And he gave me a contract with all the stipulations uh, between <laughs> the signer, which I am, and then between the, you know. The, so I was like, I see sparkles of this. My yeah. daughter has grown up with my foundation because I also have two nonprofit organizations, one in the United States that with our, our board, we've helped over 150 young Latinas um, achieve their dreams and support them, elevating them through mentorship and experiences. We brought 31 of those girls from Mexico over the last uh, three years. So yeah. we've done a lot of magic with that. And then I just, uh, you know, I, I was just donated a piece of land in my hometown in Mexico to build a center for the youth. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on that and it's a separate nonprofit entity. But my daughter has grown up with that. She's grown up around, you know, my 151 daughters. She's been part of it since the beginning. And I can see the sparks in her behaviors. You know, I can see how she's happened. I can see, you know, her eyes. Like she, 
you know, gives people, um, you know, like she's connecting with, you know, like, mommy, I want to do this for, I want to do gifts for, for all my friends at school, mom. I want to, you know, I, I want to make some magic happen, mom. I can, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's beautiful. You know, it's beautiful that I can see that and I can witness the magic mm-hmm. of, of that connection. And they've all been exposed to that. They've, they, they know, they, they know that mommy and they support it. You know, they volunteer at the different events that we do. They, they support it. And then they, mommy, you created this? Like, you know, like they just look around and they see 700 people at one of my book launches with the authors. And they're just like, mommy, how did you do this? (laughs) Like, and I said, I helped a lot of people. And even they say, you know, like I do a lot of events you know, with today's Inspire Latina, we've had between 400 and 700 people show up. And my son tells me, mommy, if you charged another $10 more, <laughs> imagine how much money you can make. You're giving it almost for free. I'm like, but Leo, you need to give back to the community. You need to, I don't want the money to be an issue for people to come out. And, but even the little money that I make on the tickets, I've donated almost $20,000 to the foundation to support young Latinas from those events. Wow. But so he, he's your little you know, businessman then. Oh, yeah. He's like, mom, can you imagine? I mean, this event you're doing for free, mom. If you need to charge 10 bucks, you could have made 300, you know, like you could have made $3,000 on this. And then I have to then explain to him that it's not just all about business. Because if I were so pragmatic on business, which I can do very well and negotiate and do whatever I need. And I've been a business owner since, you know, for a third of my life, since I was 23. And um, I, you know, it's like. If I did that, then it would lose the magic. And on the same token, if I did all magic and I didn't focus on creating a profit, then we would not be able to have the lifestyle that we have. And I wouldn't be able to fly planes and have properties, you know, in Mexico. And, you know, like I wouldn't be able to do all these amazing things that I still use to elevate other people. So the more materialistic things or whatever like how people see these things the more money or financial or wealth I have the more like the kinder that I am because not only do I have the dream to make it happen but I have the ability to do so and that's when I realized like let it rain bring the abundance because I have such a kind heart to help others that I will continue to do that like even the lady that cleans my house you know I've basically furnished her house, her new house. She lost her husband, you know, about six years ago with a three and a four-year-old single mom, a widow, you know, and um, I did her entire kitchen with marble. I I just asked her, I said, what is your dream for this year? She's like, I want to take a vacation. And I said, we're going to make this happen. Choose a location anywhere in the United States for five days with your kids, and I will take care of it. And she was crying. I mean, it's oh, like amazing. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So. Uh, it's, you know, it's incredible to hear your heart through, like, even in just 20 minutes of me talking to you, it's just, I can hear the kind of person that you are. Um, I've read your accomplishments, obviously, you know, through social, through, you know, Googling, whatever, um, through your website. I've, I've read your accomplishments, but I'm loving the kind of person that you are. And I definitely am understanding why at such a young age, you have accomplished what you have accomplished through yourself and through, you know, helping others because you have a heart of gold. And 
I don't say that lightly because I've worked and met thousands of women, you know, along the last 40 years of my life. And I have met very, very few people. I can probably count them on one hand that have the kind of heart that you have, Jackie. So I just, I definitely want to make sure that you know that, that you, that you understand, you know, what I'm hearing and what other people are going to hear. And yes, you're right. This is why you're extremely abundantly blessed and why you're going to continue to do so because you have the kind of heart that is going to, is willing to help others and encourage and support. And just like, you know, the person that cleans your house, I mean, what a gift, you know, cause I'm sure that's not something that could have been easily accomplished for her and for her to just have to say thank you and, and hopefully pass it on, you know, in the future. Um, that's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh. So my next question for you, Jackie, is you're welcome, is what inspired you to start writing books? So you've written 16 books, which is incredible. But what, what got you started? Because I don't know, did you always, I mean, you've been reading forever. So was that something that came from your love for reading? Or did, you know, did you one day just wake up and say, hey, I think I want to write a book? I mean, how did that happen? Because I just think it's so impressive. Well, I, you know, I think, um, you know, some people when they see you, like that you've achieved certain things or whatever, they think you just landed from another planet and you're like, hey, I landed here. Right. And, they don't realize that it, and then they don't realize that in that journey, there are tears and sweat and all these yeah. different detours and all these different things. So I decided when I, um, first of all, when I, um, when my son was born, he really inspired me to start a company, my first business, you know, and I, from day one, I decided that I was going to be successful. Like I did not see any little aspect of nothing except success in, you know, in that journey. And um, I, what's interesting is that when my daughter was born, by that time, um, I had a cancer when I was 21. Uh, in my cervix and they told me that I was probably not going to be able to have children and if I did they were going to be high risk so my son was high risk and every week I would go to the specialist to make sure that I wasn't being like I wasn't dilating and the baby wasn't gonna basically come out and uh, so fortunately he you know he was born a healthy baby and I didn't have any complications uh, until after he was born but um, then I started the company and I went to, I go to an Indian restaurant and I, you know, I'm like ready to basically close my first client. Super exciting. And I find myself uh, taking an Indian spice that, you know, I've never tried in my entire life. I never knew that people in India took spices after a meal, like raw spices mm -hmm. and put them in their mouth to do this. So long story short, because I ate the spice it caused a very serious um, plethora of all kinds of symptoms, which led me to be hospitalized for two weeks. Oh, wow. You know, imagine I had a five-month-old baby. <laughs> I'm going to do this without crying, but um, had a five-month-old baby. And I'm thinking, like, what's happening to my body? It was really weird stuff mm -hmm. that was happening. I ended up in two different hospitals, 40 doctors. They had no clue what I had wow. until they sent me to Northwestern in Chicago, which has the best 
gastro stuff, you know, like doctors for gastrointestinal things. Mm -hmm. And um, I basically, they ended up discovering that I was born with a rare condition that happens in one out of 150,000 people in this part of the world. And I had type two, which is 3% of the cases found. So it's almost like winning the lottery twice, but backwards. Right. (laughs) And, uh, and I was like, OMG, like how, Am I going to make this happen? Um, long story short, I, they had to reconstruct my entire digestive system because they found that the cyst that I was born with was can- pre-cancer level four. And it was, I basically was a time bomb. I could have died without even knowing why I died. And I had a third chance of living a normal life. The other two options were you die over the next two weeks because the digestive system doesn't work or two, we install a tube to feed you for the rest of your life. Mm. Now you have to think about like, I came to the United States when I was 14. I didn't speak a word of English. I became trilingual in two years, German and English. And I, I wanted to be in the land of opportunity, be an entrepreneur in the land of opportunity. That was my biggest dream ever. Mm. And to be in a hospital bed at 23, Hearing the word cancer again for the second time in two years with a five-month-old baby at home, I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not gonna die right now. <laughs> like, I, I'm not gonna die. I love tacos too much. I'm not gonna be fed out of a tube." And I told the doctor, "I said you need to let me out by next Thursday because I have finals at College to Page and I'm graduating with honors." Now I only have, you know, like that period of time to think through, and I am. Um, I literally um, had a tube coming out with a bag and I went to do my finals with a long jacket. Nobody knew that I was fighting for my life. Uh, and I did the test and I graduated with honors mm, and I was yeah. so happy. <laughs> like I did it, you know, like, and then like, then I was determined, like, I'm, I'm going to live to serve and I'm going to serve to live. That, that was what I got out of that whole experience that really touched me in so many ways. And I, you know, when my daughter was born, I wanted to create a legacy because I'm like, you know what, if I have a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of things that I've done in my life and, and, and people keep telling me that I'm so positive and I'm positive in this. So I realized that if I wanted to write that message on a napkin, it was going to be thrown away. If I wrote the message on a wall, as a graffiti, it would be painted over. If I wrote a message... On the computer, probably the files would someday be deleted. But I knew that if I wrote that message and the, what was in my heart about everything that I had learned about business in my first three and a half years as an entrepreneur, I knew that it was going to live on forever as a permanent record in the Library of Congress. And to me, that was like, you know, I'm going to do this. So she inspired me, my daughter, mm-hmm. as I get pregnant three and a half years later. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. She literally inspired me to, like, publish my first book, to create a legacy. Oh, that's beautiful. Man, that's, that's a tough story. Thank you for sharing what you just shared, because not everyone goes through that, Jackie, and comes out with this purpose, with this desire of, you know, going out there and living their life out loud. You know, I've met, I used to um, actually be a radiation therapist back in my previous life, I like to say. And I worked with, or I, not that I worked, but I took care of a lot of cancer patients. And I was just telling my husband the other day that 
you know, the people that survive cancer, it's not the person with the best prognosis or with the best, um, you know, what can happen type of thing. It's the person with the best attitude. I mean, I have seen patients with stage four cancer who survive and who go on to live a wonderful life after all their treatments. And I've seen people with stage one, stage two, who hear that word and they hear the word death. Like it's not even a fight. It's not, you know, a choice. It's like, all right, I have this, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, I, I mean, your positive attitude, your desire to do what you're doing now is exactly what saved your life. And thank you for sharing your story. It's powerful. It's encouraging and super inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. So, um, one last thing, um, I, you know, I read about the today's inspired Latinas book series and I need to pick, pick those up because I am so moved by, you know, stories, especially stories of women who have achieved, who have accomplished in spite of life happening, in spite of everything they have experienced. And especially for them to be Latinas, that's like the cherry on top, the extra beautiful bonus. Um, being a Latina, you know, knowing where I came from, knowing the experience, knowing how I grew up, knowing, you know, everything, everything that comes with being a Latina in the U.S. I cannot wait to read that. But I want to know how were you inspired to start that series and what has become an international movement? I, um, I think it was my journey to, to make more impact, right? And I was, uh, for the first um, few years of my business and my first six books or five books, I, I, I wrote them in, in English. And then uh, my sixth book was my very first book in Spanish. It was a business book. And I did a national, international tour between Mexico and the United States. And that's how I started getting more connected to the Latino community. Not that I didn't want to be connected, but when you're, you start a company and most of your clients are Caucasian CEOs, 35 to 65, you focus your, you know, everything, you know, for your business, right, to make it work. Right. And uh, so I wasn't really in a lot of Latino community circles or anything. And then when my first book came out in Spanish, people are like, oh, my God who are you? <laughs> like, where'd you come from? You know, because I was so young and I had already published six books and they're like, wow, you're a businesswoman. Cause a lot of, you know, a lot of the people that were speaking and stuff, they were more like Latinos, but they, you know, males. Men. And um, so I started, you know, I really started connecting with a lot of more people, a lot of more Latinas. And that really sparked what I call a divine download. And uh, I decided to invite 10 women. I said, hey, for my seventh book, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to do this amazing book. It's so easy as far as like the investment. Instead of spending $50,000 on your own book, you can for a minimal you know, investment, you can be part of this and we can do this together. And since I know how to market it, we're going to be amazing, right? So <laughs> it was 10 women. And you have no idea. This is probably the most amazing thing that happened to me because people that I was connecting to, they said, Jackie, I've been witnessing your journey of success and I'm so impressed by what you're doing and your books. And I mean, this is six books, right? And, you know, the business acumen and all the awards that I had gotten and, you know, they see me speaking and stuff like that. I've been waiting to work with you, work with you, collaborate with you. And they would say things like, I know that I cannot afford your marketing services, but I can definitely afford this and be part of this. 
So little by little, the word started to spread and I ended up with 27 women. Wow. And I said, I'm going to cut this off because otherwise it's going to be an encyclopedia. So I cut it out at 27 and um, I decided, hey, you know what? Since we have a book already, I'm going to gift you a beautiful book launch. So I started getting sponsors. I only charged like 10 bucks and we ended up with 621 people. And Mm -hmm. my husband and I were in the back of the room. We're like, holy macaroni. (laughs) What in the world is this? Right. And from there, it just started taking off. Like it was unbelievable because people would say, Jackie, I want to be part of volume two. I'm like, there's no volume two. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know, there's no value to, there's no, you know, whatever. It's so, well, when, when do we do it? Um, and uh, so they were like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> you know, like, how do I make this happen? Right? <laughs> so then um, one thing led to the next. And now, now basically here we are. Six books. Over twenty continent, continent uh, over twenty countries, and uh, the largest collection of Latina stories in a book anthology series in the world. We're about to publish Volume Seven in Mexico, mm-hmm. which will be the Latino America edition, and Volume Eight here in Chicago. And uh, it was just—it's beyond the beyond of magic like I, I can't I can't make it up it's so amazing <laughs> and every day every author that I speak with and every day there's stories and you know connections that we have and I mean it's like a sisterhood of magic every day I'm inspired more to do more and I come up with creative ideas like we now have the I'm about to launch the official today's inspired Latina board game so that wow. communities can share stories. And I created Latina Talks to give them a multimedia platform. I have over 62 Latina Talks recorded. And from there, somebody said, well, let's do the Young Latina Talks. So we did that. And then from there, we, I created the very first Today's Inspired Young Latina book that Edward James Solmos gave us a preface for. And now we're creating the first Young Latina Talks in the East Coast. And like, it's just beyond, like, I can't even like surrender every single day and Mm -hmm. I do what I need to do. I live in bliss every day. I live in joy. I live in creativity, innovation, thinking outside the box, getting inspired and fueled by all these amazing women. And I realized for the first time in my life that this mission chose me Mm. and I surrendered to that. I was just going to ask you, how does it feel? Like, do you ever sit back in awe? Just like you said, you know, understanding and embracing the truth that it chose you and that you've just been willing to put one foot in front of the other. I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, I'm listening to your story and I mean, all these ideas are running and all these thoughts. And, you know, if I'm listening to your story and I'm getting inspired I can only imagine the life that you live by, you know, listening and knowing hundreds of inspirational women, you know, who share their stories with you. I mean, I guess it's really hard not to live an exceptional life when you are surrounded by so much good, you know, in their stories, 
you know, through your book, through everything that you're seeing manifest in front of your, you know, yourself. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And, oh, I'm, I'm so filled. I'm so filled, Jackie. And my heart is so full of joy for you because of what you're doing and you know this the latina talks like everything that you're doing with latinas i mean it's so powerful because we don't have that enough you know we see you know young women who are accomplishing even in this day and age and you know it's usually men unfortunately i mean that's who we see as speakers as keynote speakers as inspirational authors as self-development gurus we don't see a lot of, you know, young women, especially Latinas, who are doing this kind of stuff. And the platform that you have right now and, you know, just the way that you're inspiring and encouraging, um, I'm, I'm excited for my daughter, you know, who's only 12 years old, to grow up in a world where she will see women that look like her, you know, on stages accomplishing big things because you know it just goes to the truth of if you can do it so can I if you can do it so can she so I just want to thank you for that for the work that you're doing you know on behalf of my daughter and every Latina out there thank you Mm. I am um, I'm just um, bedazzled you know (laughs) like I like you said every day is like this magical adventure you know every day is a new opportunity to transcend a new opportunity to elevate someone and that's what keeps me going I mean just to put in perspective this last year between September middle of September and middle of December I had 17 events New York Times Estee Lauder Macy's you know the very first today's Inspire Latina International Summit in Puerto Vallarta most of those events were outside of Chicago, around the world, in Belgium, Paris, Mexico. And then on top of that, I visited six countries uh, within all that happened basically in 80 days. Six countries, three continents, and 17 events, and most of them sold out. And I look back, I'm like, how did I do that? I'm like, you know, the spirit. Mm-hmm. God guides me, and I am not confused about that. I'm not confused about this there's something bigger than me um and it gives me just exponential energy and focus and the amazing people that show up like angels to help me carry on the mission and they all get involved and you know the magic flows and and then you know beauty happens Mm. oh that's beautiful so one last question before um we we end this So I'm listening to you and you just said what you did in a period of like two, three months. So I'm curious, having two children, having a successful marriage, how, how do you balance it all? Because I guess what advice or what would you share with women that are listening who, you know, are moms who want more, who might think, you know, it's too late for me. Like I'm in my, you know, late twenties, thirties, forties, I have children already. Like, how am I going to disrupt you know, my family, my, my household, how, how did, I mean, what advice, I guess, because how you're doing it, I mean, we just heard, but what advice would you give women, I guess would be the question that have a desire in their gut, in their hearts of, you know what, I'm made for more. 
you know, there's just something that's just ready to ready to burst out of me. But I have all this other stuff. What advice would you give them, Jackie? Uh, first of all, be grateful that you have all the other stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that's exciting. Um, number one. Oh, my goodness. I think that a lot of people focus on taking off on an idea. And I'll bring in my pilot vision. You know, for me, as a pilot, taking off is optional, but landing in your dreams is mandatory. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, um, you know, what I would say. And I honestly don't, like, I don't, I don't think that um, taking off and having all these things, like, you know, floating in the air, without manifesting them is, is, you know, does anything good, right? Mm -hmm. I think that the interception for anybody that wants to manifest and wants to transcend, they need to look at things and manifesting dreams from two perspectives. One is from zooming in and doing the work that needs to get done and having the courage to zoom out to see the progress of the beauty of all the action you've created. And second... Anytime that you can intercept profit, which you make by adding value to other people and impact, you got a golden formula. You got an interception of total magic and connection with that. So I think that, you know, um, being able to do that is the magical formula for me. Zoom in, do the work, zoom out, see the progress. And if you can do that every day, multiple times a day so that you never become a robot executing and doing and doing and doing mm -hmm. and you lose your heart for something that you don't even love and you never also fly so high that you don't execute and then people think well you know she has no word you know because you have to have that balance you have to have that juxtaposition between strategy and execution zooming in and zooming out and being profitable and being impactful. Mm. Oh, goodness. Thank you so much, Jackie, for your time. Thank you for sharing everything you shared. And tonight, when you ask, you know, that question that you ask yourself every night, you know, did you, like, what did you do today? Who did you impact? I just want to say thank you because, you know, hearing your story has honestly, I mean, even when I was reading about it, it has forever changed me, it has encouraged me, has inspired me in ways that um, I've never been inspired before. And from me to you, I just want to say thank you so much for that. Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I hope you truly enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family. Make sure you rate the episode and the podcast. And also make sure you leave a review. Thank you again so much for listening to Perfectly Imperfect. <laughs>